0: Hey guys, Lady Zay here with Cafe Chronicles where I'll be sharing some short stories on food, travel, and adventure as well as answer some questions you guys might have if you follow me on Instagram. My Instagram name by the way is at underscore Zay underscore and these short stories will be all about my recent travels and experiences. Some funny, some scary, and mostly informative, as I will do my best to share valuable information with you all. Also, we'll have some exclusive interviews with some of your favorite artists, musicians, and even some entrepreneurs. Because I don't know about you guys, but I find creative people to be very interesting and they always have some inspiring stories to tell. And as Jay-Z said, you could be anywhere in the world right now. So you're tuned in to my podcast. So I truly appreciate the love, guys. Right now, I'm sitting in a cute little cafe in my neighborhood called Cafe Jaya. It's super cozy. It has a little library, Wi-Fi, which is a must. And I'm going to have some tea and no cake this time. But anyways, if you're home, grab a cup of coffee or some tea. I'm Lady Zay and I love to cook and travel. One of the questions I get asked a lot is, am I a chef? Or, some people assume that I'm a chef because they either had some food I made, or they saw some food I made on social media. But I have to break it to you guys, I'm not a chef. Far from it actually. I haven't had any formal culinary training, so I don't think it's fair to consider myself a chef. And this is arguable, but instead I like to consider myself a food ethnographer. Ethnography is the study of people and cultures, and, in my case, the food surrounding a specific group of people or culture. I grew up in Spanish Harlem, where I had exposure to Latin American and Caribbean cuisine, as well as what some would consider American soul foods. I was already pretty open to trying new foods, as New York is the most diverse city in the country, but it wasn't until I converted to Islam about 14 years ago that I was exposed to an even more diverse range of foods such as Arab, Indian, Mediterranean, African, Asian, I mean, the list goes on. Muslims are one of the most diverse groups of people and come from many parts of the world. In essence, my newfound religion opened me up to this whole new world of foods, and the more I tried, the more I wanted to learn to make new things and improve my skills. There was a time when my much younger self could barely boil noodles. I'd either undercook or overcook them, and I even tried throwing noodles at the wall to see if they stuck because someone told me if they did, that meant they were done. Even with a wall full of noodle art and clear instructions on the box, I still couldn't get it right. I remember once I'd made spaghetti and I thought it came out great, yet I remember hearing my brothers scraping their plates of food into the toilet and flushing all of my hard work on the drain. Hey, the noodles were probably a little stuck together, but I think they were still edible Anyways, my ungrateful siblings made me realize I needed to step my cooking game up because that was not a good feeling. So, I started with cornbread. It was one of my favorite things to eat and it seemed pretty foolproof. I took my time, measured everything out, and anxiously waited for the results. It was just about done when the smell started to linger into the hallway and somehow, all the kids in my building knew to come to the 6th floor and knock on my door to get some of whatever I was making. Once it was done, I'd butter it up and slice it into huge pieces and pass it out to my greedy neighbors. And they loved it! And I loved the feeling I got from that. It was on from there, y'all. I was grilling lamb chops on the George Foreman grill. I started asking my Puerto Rican friends at school how to make their foods like platanos and arroz y gandules. And I also started watching my mother cook more. Because my mom was actually one of the best cooks that I knew and she is the one who really inspired my love for cooking. However, she didn't really like anyone in her kitchen while she cooked. Unless it was like Thanksgiving and she needed the extra hands or something. i just watched her when I could to see how she seasoned things and how long she cooked things for. And I know everyone talks about how great their mother's food is. But my mom's cooking just seemed so effortless but it was always so flavorful. I learned all I could from just watching her and remembering how things tasted so that once I made it myself I'd know exactly what it should taste like. Fast forward some years, being married and having children kind of forced me into this role of being a full-time cook and I actually enjoyed it a lot because I got to shop how I wanted and make anything I felt like making. I was completely in charge of the kitchen now so there was lots of experimenting going on and of course trial and Ayla and my kids and husband at the time were my little guinea pigs. My husband also had a really large family that would visit often and part of the Islamic culture is to treat your guests well and stuff their faces whenever they come over. I made a pretty good host and I always got lots of compliments on my cooking. At this point, I started to take cooking a little more seriously and I thought about opening a restaurant. I actually started a small catering company and I did that for a little while. I also inquired about a few culinary schools and I even got a scholarship to attend a school in London. However, they were all out of my price range so I just decided it wasn't for me. I settled for some major in college I didn't even have much interest in because I thought I'd make good money doing it. But instead of getting any schoolwork done, I was watching the Food Network and daydreaming about studying food abroad. I told myself, One day, I'm going to go to India to learn how to make biryani, and I'm going to go to Morocco to learn how to make the best couscous and shop at the for spices. I mean, I was mapping out all of these countries I'd visit and all the foods that country was known for. The possibilities were endless. I really wanted the most authentic experience by learning how to make a dish from a particular place in that particular place. I had no idea how I would accomplish this, But I knew it was possible because I watched Andrew Zimmern do it all the time. And I thought, hey, if this guy could go around the world eating bugs, I could too. (laughs) Then in 2017, after having my passport for four whole years, I finally got to leave the U.S. for the first time. One of my younger brothers was already doing a lot of volunteer work abroad. And he was the one who really inspired me to just go for it. We started planning a trip together which consisted of us visiting three countries in ten days. I was so excited but also afraid and anxious because I didn't really know what to expect. I ended up visiting four countries which included Amsterdam, Belgium, France, and Morocco. Traveling can be really life changing and once you experience it you have a sort of paradigm shift and you start to question everything you ever thought about everything people, places, even life itself. I read this book recently called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a by Mark Manson, which was a great read, by the way. And he quoted, travel is a fantastic self-development tool because it extricates you from the values of your culture and shows you that another society can live with entirely different values and still function and not hate themselves, End quote. And I agree. Traveling is a great teacher. It can be inspiring and eye-opening, but it's also very humbling as it comes with its own set of challenges, which I'll elaborate on in future episodes. I am completely overwhelmed with gratitude for having been able to see the things I've seen so far, meet new people, try and fail at learning new languages, but best of all, I've had the opportunity to do what I've always dreamed of learning to cook in every place I've gone to so far. I may have imagined things happening a little differently, but overall, It was an amazing experience and I always get a little sad when I have to come back home to the States. I'm telling you guys now, traveling is super addictive. Lots of people ask me, do I have a favorite place so far? And I can never really give them an answer. I've come to the conclusion that every country and city and town, every village and even little neighborhoods all have something unique to offer and though as people we may look different we have different traditions and ways of communicating we all speak the same language when it comes to food i can't wait to explore some more and tell you guys all about it until next time i have a oh. I I spent my summers in New York, and now i spend the world over the world i